You're listening to Beyond the Ribbon, a podcast of the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center. This podcast is brought to you by Kia of Amarillo, proud member of the Auto Inc. family of dealerships. Be sure to check out their website at kiaofamarillo.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Beyond the Ribbon. My name is Ryan Parnell, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and oncology nurse, Pam McMillan. Hey, Ron, how are you today? I'm doing good, Pam. How about yourself? I'm good. Hey, I want you to think about your childhood. Um, Was there ever a time where your parents were sick? Yes. Yeah. And did you ever worry about them? You know, I remember a little bit of that. Yes. You know, I I can't speak to cancer, but I do know um, as a little child, I was in second grade and my dad had a massive heart attack and the impact that it had on me emotionally, mentally, it was hard. It was very hard. And so, you know, in our world, we always talk about cancer. So I can't imagine what these kiddos are going through in their mind, at home, their worries, um, and finding a safe spot to just be a kid. Right. Well, you know, one of the things that we always talk about, right, and, and everybody knows this, but cancer affects everyone. It affects the whole family. It affects the extended family. It is it is far reaching. And um, I, I think, you know, we do our best to try to uh, provide services even for kiddos, whether that's a uh, whether that's counseling or whatever the situation may be. But um, sometimes they just kind of get left by the wayside, don't they? They do. You know, they just need to be kids. Yep. Kids need to have a safe spot, have fun, and you know, maybe put those worries aside for a little bit. And so it's always cool whenever we come across some neat opportunities or um, places that kids can go. So I'm really excited about uh, today's guest and learning more about what they have to offer for kiddos. Absolutely. I am super excited. In fact, let's just uh, jump right into it. Um, you know, as you mentioned, we 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 try to seek out resources that, of course, are not just here in, in the Amarillo, Top of Texas area, because we know our listener uh, base is very broad. And so maybe um, this is new to more people. And we want to expose people about this resource because guess what, Pam? This is an amazing resource that is much like us is available free of charge. And so um, I'm just going to throw that out there to set the tone real quick. But gosh, we are super excited to be talking with um, Alicia Kabir. She is the CEO of Kesem. Alicia, how are you? Good morning. Wonderful. Thank you for connecting. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Pam. Thanks for this opportunity to share more awareness about our organization today. Well, you're very welcome. Um, as we mentioned before we started, I've kind of uh, been exposed a, a smidge to Kesem just by way of uh, you know pre- my previous life in the cancer world, and um, just to hear more a little bit about it then. But gosh, here we are now. Fast forward so many years, and we're we're making this happen. And this is really cool because um, you guys have so much to offer. Um, let's just kind of start really big and broad and just educate our listeners. Like what is Kesem? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are the nation's largest nonprofit and we are solely focused on supporting children whose parents have cancer. And there are 5 million children in this United States who need us right now. So we are focused on getting to serve as many of those kids as possible. 
Our programs are for kiddos ages six through 18. So basically elementary school for high through high school. And what makes us so special is that it's not a one and done. Once a kid signs up for our programs, we are there for them year round and every year until they graduate high school. Six through 18, Pam, that, that pretty much encompasses everyone. <laughs> Five million That's kids. Important years of life. Yes. Yeah. So you, you said you have programs. What kind of programs do you have for kiddos? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All of our programs are free of charge for families, again, year after year and year round. Um, our most well-known program at Kesem is Camp Kesem. And that is a week-long summer camp where kids are going to go and experience all of the joys of childhood. Everything you were talking about at the beginning of this episode of getting away and being a kid. We know that sometimes it's hard for families to trust us right away and say, yeah, sure, take my kids for a week. Yeah, go ahead. So <laughs> Getting leading up to camp season, which will start again next summer, we have opportunities for families to connect. So we are offering uh, friends and family days a couple of times a year. We provide resources. And one of our most impactful opportunities for families to engage with us is what we call Kesson by Your Side. So if there is a family in need of hospice support, if there's a, a funeral to attend, if there's a celebration of as someone surviving, we will send our volunteers to help those families and those children in those times of need. You know, you, you talked about um, camp and you said, you know, that's one of your biggest pieces and, and parts. And, and of course, it happens in the summertime. Um, but I was reading and I'll let you tell, but I was reading how many chapters, how many, basically how many camps you have across the United States. Would you share that with our listeners? Yeah, I'd be happy to. We are in 44 states across the country, and our volunteer base are college students. So we are located out of colleges and universities across the country at over 120, camp 120 campuses, which includes over 4,000 college student volunteers across the country. So what's really, really special about our organization, as I mentioned, kids come back year after year until they graduate high school. A lot of those kids then will go to college and become a volunteer and be on the other side of this. And what we hear are so many stories about that full continuum of what Kesem is. There are kids who have literally known Kesem every year for their entire lives, <laughs> starting in elementary school, middle school, high school, and now they're giving back. And our, our volunteers have said time and time again that that is simply the most impactful way for them to be a part of Kesem is to be a counselor or a volunteer and to see these families and support these families from the other side of, of our organization. So at camp, what kind of activities do the kiddos get to do? It is a mix of what you would suspect of a typical camp week. And then we do bring in some Kesem specific pieces as well. So yes, going back to being a kid again, you're going to swim, you're going to play art, you know, you're going to do archery. If there's ropes courses, you're going to do that. You're going to play gaga ball and sports and do arts and crafts. Um, and what makes us unique then is some of the custom programming is talking about what's happening at home. So every night we'll do cabin chat and ask questions and, and, you know, try to understand and open up about what's happening at home. And we also spend an afternoon at what we call empowerment, where we do talk about the cancer journey and what's going on with parents. What is important to know is that we are 
inclusive as possible. And if the kids say, you know what, I don't want to swim, or I don't want to talk about my mom or dad today, we say that's okay. And that is, again, where our counselors are and our volunteers are so, so special. I have seen them take that homesick child who doesn't want to swim or that child who just lost their dad and doesn't want to talk about it in these programs and take them to the side and create this most meaningful, special conversation or interaction outside of our typical programs as well. So there really is something for everyone when you attend our program. Wow. Now the camp is a focus for kids with parents, correct? That have had cancer, not grandparents, siblings, any of that. That is correct. It is that specific. Um, and we believe that is what creates this really special community that we have here at Custom because it is so specific. I just think it's so unique too the as you mentioned, the continuum, you know, of uh, who better to be a uh, leader at, at camp than someone who grew up going to camp. I mean, it is that is just such a very unique opportunity for someone that have, has um, uh, has done that to then just continue that on. Now, I'm going to put some of our folks' minds at ease because it's not just like turning their their uh, six to 17, 18 year old kiddo over to a bunch of college students. The I, because I read the amount of training and leadership teaching and growth and um, support and development that goes on with these kids, and I say kids, these college-age students, um, is immense because they are they are basically, they're doing camp. And so you guys, uh, I just want to make sure our listeners know, it's not like a free-for-all. It is a, it is a very specific, oriented, designed, there's a method to the madness, right? There sure is. And thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, our volunteers are highly trained. We treat them as you would a staff member, honestly. They they have a lot of accountability and responsibility within our organization. They are working with these families directly. They are running camp. They are raising money in order to host camp. Um, there's a lot of eyes on them. And we truly believe that not only are we serving kids impacted by cancer, we are providing true, true leadership opportunities for thousands of college students across the country. Uh, many of them are pre-med, going into sciences. They're go-getters. These are folks who are going to graduate college and go do great things. I have such hope for the next generation of leadership. Um, and as one example, to tell us a quick story, I was chatting with one of our um, college student volunteers who wanted to get into med school. And Kessum's pretty well known in the medical circles. Mm -hmm. And she said that the difference between being waitlisted for medical school and getting in was that Kessum was on her resume and that she had volunteered with Kessum. And wow. now she's at school, off to do great things. That's impressive. So where are the camps located in Texas? I know we're in the Panhandle. Um, do they have to go to a camp here in Texas or Oklahoma, New Mexico, Colorado, where it might be closer for us? Mm -hmm. Families can go at a location that fits them best. We work really, really hard to meet families where they are. And that means in terms of frequency and get togethers and geography. Um, so for the Texas location specifically, yes, our 
college locations are kind of the heart of the chapter. But again, we rent campsite space and that's where the camps are. So the camps are not at the college locations. We're actually one of the biggest renters of campsites in the country. We're actually also, as a third tangent here, supporting the campsite and camp industry in sure. a very big way in the United States. We're a firm believer in camp. So we're at Rice, we're at Texas A&M. Closest for you would be UT Austin, Dallas, UT Austin, and then Houston. You could step out to Oklahoma or Kansas, multiple um, locations in Colorado. You can stay with that chapter. You can move around. Um, we have a story of multiple families who lost their mom and dad, and then shortly thereafter heard of Kesem. And unfortunately, we have wait lists at some of our programs. And you know, they were living in Florida, and the opening was in California, and they were in a position to be able to put their kids on planes and, and go across the country. Um, of course, not every family can do that, and they need to stay local. And that's why we also try to be as um, widespread and in as many states as possible across the country. So you mentioned wait list. How hard is it to get into some of the activities or programs that you do? Mm -hmm. It's going to get easier over time because we just completed some research and some ethnographic in-ground community work to help us develop new programs. So we are about to pilot some other offerings outside of camp and more ways for families to get involved that will be more frequently offered. So right now, um, there can be a wait list at some locations because, again, we're serving kids every year. So there are kids that stay with the program. So the way we can bring in new kids is through funding, which allows us to grow all of our locations. So um, if you apply for our program, if you can't get in for whatever reason and you're on a wait list, you are then able to, as soon as an opening happens, we'll make sure you're in and then you're in. So again, we will never boot families out of our programs, we will serve them all. We are super aware of our wait list and we are always managing those. And then of course, looking for funding and other opportunities because the more money means we can get those kids off our wait list every year. Sure, sure. So um, I guess my first question is, are you always looking for new chapters? We are. Um, there's a couple of ways we we grow. We we want to, of course, invest where we already have chapters, and we're really proud to see them grow. We also want to continue to open new chapters and make sure we're covering as much footprint as possible. And again, this is part of where we're heading in terms of the evolution of the organization. As we open chapters, there's also thought around maybe there's a new program opportunity where maybe if you open a chapter rather, rather than running a camp, maybe there's some other offering that we can bring to families as well. So our growth will continue to look different as we try to, again, meet families where they are and meet their expectations of what they need from Kesem. Well, so I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there, Pam. If you are listening and you are near a college or university you really, I mean, you're, you're listening to this podcast for a reason, right? You're, you're in the cancer world for whatever connection you have. Um, and, and, and really maybe take it to heart and think about maybe reaching out to Kesem and saying, Hey, I noticed there's not a, a Kesem chapter, for instance, at West Texas A&M university, which is 30 miles from here. Maybe just maybe someone ought to think about that and reach out and say, what do I need to do to start a chapter? Because as, as Alicia, you said, 5 million kiddos 
who need the services you provide. Um, I would think, you know, obviously camps cost money. And so along with that uh, comes with some, some fundraising and things like that. But um, gosh, I would love for there to be a camp closer to us uh, that maybe uh, someone is willing to jump in and, and be a part of. And then when does your, just because I'm curious and I think I can hear some of our listeners thinking the same thing. I want to send my kid. I want to do, I want to do. When does registration open so I can put it on my calendar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you uh, go to our website, you can get information now. So as I mentioned, we do some programming year round and we can get you into those offerings right now. So come attend a friend and family day with us. If you need some support, request some custom by your side support. Uh, If you're really, really focused on camp and I don't blame you because it's my favorite part of the year as well. Those applications are still a few months out from opening. They're going to be early 2024. So you've got some time, but in the meantime, come see us, come get to know us a little bit. So then by the time you're ready to apply in our application open for camp, you feel great about Kessim and you know your kids are going to do great with our program. Are all the programs in person or is there anything available for online? I can't, I mean, most of it's in person um, based on the research we did and what we know to be true. People want to connect in person and that is where Real, real magic happens. Kesem translates into magic in Hebrew. So we use that word a lot. That's where you really create the connection and that peer-to-peer support. Now, having said that, we know that there are families in Alaska or families that can't travel to get to us. So we are piloting some virtual offerings. We did that during the pandemic. We have looked proven the concept. So there are things coming where we can translate this magical camp feeling uh, over to a virtual space. And so far, um, I believe there's a lot going to be a lot of success there. Um, Because it goes back to what you said, people just want to have fun and kind of forget what's going on at home and forget about cancer for a little bit. And even in a one or two hours together virtually, we can do that for families. You know, Ron, if you think back to when the pandemic started and Zoom was the buzz and everybody thought it was the cool thing, do you think it's still the cool thing today? (laughs) You know, it's functional today, but I think we all suffered from some some form or fashion of Zoom fatigue. And it happened. I felt like it happened pretty quick. (laughs) And, you know, there's nothing like being in person, in the group, and getting that feeling. So I totally understand where, you know, it's important to find a program that you, fits your needs and that you're able to go to and have that experience. Yeah. You know, Alicia, I, I we touched on a lot about camp because camp is the big piece and the, you know, the big component that everyone gets so excited about. But if we can just kind of retouch on and maybe kind of dive a, a little smidge deeper in your everyday offerings that you have. And then the other thing that I want to talk about once we're done with that is I am amazed at the wealth of resources that are on your website. Uh, the partners you have, um, the the way you can, you know, you're, you, if you need this, you here's the link and here's another partner we work with and there's information there. But could you kind of touch on the year, other stuff, the things in general for the year round support that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be happy to. And I'd love to talk partners because we, we truly value being part of a greater holistic cancer support community for sure. Um, yeah. So again, our year round support is important to 
find the opportunities for the kids and the families to get together before camp or outside of camp. So we do get the families and the kids together once in the spring and once in the fall as part of Friends and Family Day. Um, sometimes they can get together outside of that as well. Um, and there may be more opportunity. Uh, we provide care packages and warm welcomes as we get ready to uh, get ready for camp. If there are dates of note, maybe a anniversary of a death or whatnot, we we try to reach out to families and acknowledge and, and celebrate those days where it's appropriate or acknowledge them. And again, the Kesson by your side is the most important. And I'd love to tell a story about this because this is the one that always resonates with me. Um, we had a family who reached out because uh, the, the father passed away. So the mom reached out and said, my little kids have to attend their dad's funeral and I'm going to need some help. And if you go to our website, you learn about Kesson. It, it sometimes doesn't make sense, but we are grounded in resilience and empathy and fun and hope, even in the hardest of times. So going back to this funeral, our college student volunteers came in and took care of this little girl and this little boy during the funeral and sat with them so the family could manage all the other hard things. And our volunteers sat with those kids and then afterwards, the kids wanted to sing camp songs. So they went out in the parking lot and sang songs. And then they played soccer with the boy and they took the little girl out for ice cream. And that's when the mom said, I know my kids are going to be okay because of Kesem. And that's what we do outside of camp and outside of our programs. This is truly how we transform lives and let these kids know and these families know that it's going to be okay, even though it's super, super hard. Wow. And I think the the unique thing is you guys are able to do stuff like that because of your investment in students and investment in these 120 plus locations across the United States. So in a situation like that, you have a wealth of volunteers and chances are they knew those kiddos because they, yeah, they, they had them at camp and they had them in their small group. They swam with them. They did the things. And so it was a perfect seamless opportunity to serve them in, in, in a more vital role in that specific situation. That's amazing. Um, that's the beauty of being nationwide and being able to do that. It's such a cool, a cool feeling and a cool story. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, and I might have missed this, but how was Kesson founded? We are 23 years in the making. Um, our founder worked with some advisors and she was a camp person, thought maybe she would put together a camp for children who were sick and then realized the, the, the real need was to support children whose parents had cancer. So this was all year 2000 and our incredible founder, uh, Iris Wedeking is still on our national board of directors and is still involved um, and she made it the magic happen. So she had camp. First year, 30 some kids attended. And then through her grit and getting the other amazing people within this organization involved, we've continued to grow to where we are today. Oh, wow. And approximately how many kids come to camp at each location? I mean, it definitely varies um, based on how long the chapter has been involved, um, the, the need within that geographic footprint. Uh, we just finished our camp season on Saturday and we served over 7,300 kids. Through the okay. camp program, we ran over 140 weeks of camp in a single summer. So some weeks you have yeah. 10 or 15 camp sessions running across the country at the same time. So an average camp might have 
a smallest camp might have 30 to 40 kiddos, plus all the volunteers. Our larger camps will have upwards of 150 or so kids in that particular session. And again, we we make sure our ratio, I think that's the other important piece is, you know, it's not one counselor for eight kids. Um, we have a really close ratio of one counselor for two children that we serve. So there are a lot of volunteers on site, again, making that really special interaction. Brian, like you said, they know these kids, they know what is needed to make camp special for them. So it takes a lot of volunteers to create this really magical week um, at camp for us. And I'm sure those kids come out with friends that are lifetime friends because they've gone through something similar. Finding that community that we always talk about, Ryan, you know, um, finding someone that's gone through something that you've gone through and have that safe place to talk to. Yeah. And be a kid. I mean, just be a kid. Oh my gosh. Wow. Better than camp or 140 something weeks of camp. Holy cow. I've been busy. <laughs> oh, wow, that is impressive. That is impressive. And then um, let's touch on on your resources there too on your website. You know your partners. Um, it's I know from our standpoint here at the Cancer Survivorship Center, we rely heavily on our partners for various pieces and parts of what we do. And I and I know hardly any nonprofit that I don't know any nonprofit that doesn't rely on their partners. And, um, you know, it's, many times it's it's not even worth reinventing the wheel when you can partner up with someone who has uh, pieces and, and so forth that you need. So um, do you mind just kind of hitting on some of the other resources that are on there? Because I think it's important, you know, to drive people not, not only to your website, but then let them know that there are spend some time there. There's a lot of information there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Like you said, this is this is the path forward, right? This nonprofit space. And I think the world in general, it's the same. Find find your people and find those who can have all ships rise. And we truly believe in that. Um, so if you go to our website, what you'll see more are our bigger national partnerships because we're national. We want to make sure if a family goes to that website, regardless of what state they're in, that they know they can get the support from those partners in the state where they live. Yeah. Um, we, of course, have additional partners based on geography. So if it's a smaller nonprofit supporting those living with cancer, maybe in only one city, our local college chapter owns that partnership. So there are um, many ways that we can connect families with other support. So again, like like you were saying, Ryan, we're focused on serving those kids and the, the those living with cancer strictly from a parental lens. And when you need other support, we are more than happy to point to your organization or others and make sure families get the support they need. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I... I, um, I am blown away. I mean, I, I, like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, I knew just a smidge about Kesem, um, but was totally unaware to the depth and the breadth of all the, the things that go on and just the sheer number of camps and, uh, golly, it's impressive. So, um, you guys are to be, uh, truly commended. And I tell you, you, you guys that are listening, um, you heard what Alicia said, that that dreadful word that we talk about sometimes for some of our classes, waitlist. So be be vigilant. <laughs> you know, we always tell our listeners, we always tell our, our 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 survivors here at the center, be ready when the calendar comes out. You don't want to miss a massage appointment with Melanie, or you don't want to miss 
you know, the bingo class, you don't want to miss the glass blowing experience. You don't, you don't want to miss those things. So jump on those things quick. Same thing here. You don't want your kids to miss out on camp. Um, and then plug into these other activities uh, that go on year round. Kesem has so much to offer, right, Pam? It does. Is there anything that we miss talking about? Thank you. Um, again, I think the last piece is around the research that we've been doing. Um, we spent three months speaking with families not in our community to better understand if you were a parent and you're living with cancer, what does support look like? So everybody stay tuned. We're about to, to put some news out there in the next couple of weeks around where we're going and how that transformation is. I do want everyone to have a takeaway around the importance of building trust in this space. And I'd say in the world in general, that was the biggest takeaway for us is in order to serve families and particularly children well, the families need to trust you first. So you need to be flexible. You need to be able to meet them where they are. You need to prove that you can provide safe, important experiences for the people in your community. So trust has been our, our word of the year. Um, I know we can all work together to build more trust within the cancer space and then with the families that we serve. Um, so stay tuned because this the research has been just really transformational for us. And I'm really excited about being able to serve new families and more families in different ways in the next couple of years. Wow. Speaking of trust, I did read on the website, not only is there volunteers there to do all the activities, you do have a medical staff and a mental health person on staff. Is that correct? Thank you for mentioning that. We sure do. Um, mental health is is a really important topic right now, right? We're all, we're all working through that in addition to all of the mission-centric work that we do. Um, so for us, yeah, mental health is right in the heart of how we support our families. Every camp has at least one registered nurse and one mental health professional. And again, that gets back to that it really individualized support um, these kids have a rough go at it anyway because of cancer in the family. You layer on what we're all navigating in this really hard and challenging landscape. Um, it means it requires a lot of mental health support every day that we're with our kids. Yeah. It sounds like we just need to go to camp, Ryan. I know. I know. I mean, I tell you, listen, I am thinking back and pondering the many years and different types of camps that I went to. and. Camp really is the best part of really the entire summer because you get away from your parents and you get to do fun things and you get, to, I just remember getting to stay up late, you know, and you, you, you gather around the campfire and you make new friends and you do all the fun stuff. And I know some of that stuff has to happen um, at Kesem because I think the word camp is synonymous with some of those pieces and parts. And um, gosh, if you're listening and you have a kiddo, uh, you need to be putting Kesem on your radar. You need to be you need to be checking them out. Um, ah, this has been such good, good information. Can you give our listeners um, your uh, website? Absolutely. Yes. Please come learn more about Kesem. We're excited to, to be serving you and your kids. We are at Kesem.org. So that is K-E-S-E-M.org. That brings us to our last segment. We are sponsored by our Auto Inc. Um, family. Do you have an Auto Inc. inspiring moment that you could share with us? Yeah, I sure do. Um, 
so many. <laughs> I was going to say. To be part of this organization, to have these stories. Um, maybe it goes back to the magic of camp where we spoke with a dad a few months ago. And at the time he lost his wife and his, his child was maybe 10. And he said, you know, I've been through every therapy and every group offering with my son and he is depressed and he is suicidal and I could not unlock the hope and joy of my child. And it wasn't until I found Kesem and I brought him to camp that my child became him again. And it is through the power of camp, like you were saying, Ryan, and the chance to be a child, like you were saying, Pam, it was Kesem that gave him the permission to be a child to remember that it's still okay to be helpful, helpful and joyful, and then um, to be a role model for the other kids going through the same thing. So, um, and that is because of our college students and our volunteers and our counselors. So I'm super proud of our organization um, and the fact that we really are changing lives. And every day I go to camp and I speak with our community, I am inspired by the work that we're doing here. Wow, that is really inspiring. It gives me chills. You can't help but be inspired, Pam. Yeah. Oh, I I just uh, I hope I hope that our folks take advantage of this uh, opportunity. It, it it can be so meaningful for your kids to 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 be away, and let's not forget too how meaningful that can be as a family. Um, you know, to mom and dad, maybe staying at home. Um, you know, a break for everybody, um, all of the things. And I think that that's important to recognize as well. Alicia, thank you for, for joining us and, and imparting this knowledge and, and, and bringing such a wonderful opportunity to our listeners to take advantage of year round. But then also, especially as we know, camp is, is, is a great time. It is. Thank you for this opportunity. And yes, um, I know I spoke of loss a lot on this uh, discussion. We do support those who are on the survivor side of this as well. We do get the feedback. You know, this is not a closed book. Once you, once you know you're in remission, there's a lot of stress and angst with those families too. So we're here to support all families. And thank you for all you both do as well for this community. Well, you're welcome, Pam. We always talk about how, unfortunately, cancer is the gift that keeps on giving that no one wants. And um that's what I love about this is that the, the kiddos don't age out until they're 18. I mean, it, and as we know, right, uh, um, a, a six to 10 year old is dealing and processing differently than a 16, 17, 18 year old. And so I love the fact that that they have everything age appropriate and, and designed out for those kids. Um, Pam, let's give that website one more time. It's Kesem, K-E-S-E-M.org. Kesem.org, which I love too, that I think Alicia, you said it, it's in it's magic in Hebrew. It is. That's correct. <laughs> such a fitting name um, for such a fun thing and a fun time. And, and I just, I just think that it's, it's a great opportunity for our listeners to take advantage of. So Pam, I think that's the, an easy homework for our listeners, right? Is to uh, go to the website, share this. We know, for, I mean, we know, um, lots of folks who have um, kiddos uh, that that mom and dad are going or have gone through through cancer treatment. So we want to make sure they know about all these things. You know, we always talk to the survivor that they need to uh, take care of them, but this is an opportunity to take care of your children and 
give them some hope and joy and let them be kids at a camp, that's not going to cost them anything. I know. And that's the one thing too. We, we always talk about everything we offer here at the, the Cancer Survivorship Center is free. That's what's so cool about this podcast is and in so many of our podcasts, we're talking to organizations that believe the exact same way we do is that, you know what, cancer is expensive and we have the ways and the means and we're doing what we can do by fundraising and, and has, having events and hosting programs and so forth to raise money so that we don't have to charge you for a yoga class or charge you for counseling uh, because we know mental health is so important or charge you for that chemo brain class. Everything that we do, just like Kesem, is entirely free of charge. And so, um, gosh, you can't beat that. No. <laughs> it is. It's so simple. It's so simple. So listen, you guys, seriously, take a moment. Check out Kesem, K-E-S-E-M.org. Check out our website, the number 24survivorship.org. Our calendar of events is, is on there. Plenty of things going on throughout the month. Lots of activities, lots of things. Share this podcast with your friends, your neighbors, whoever you know that have a child that a parent has gone through cancer. It's important that they know about this. And then make sure you join us next time for another great episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Thanks again for listening to Beyond the Ribbon. We'd like to extend a special thanks to the Auto Inc. family of dealerships as they have supported the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center since 2016. For more information on the Cancer Survivorship Center, please visit our website at 24survivorship.org.